to the Feed You podcast, giving you the real scoop on raising your business to new heights. Expert education, inspiration, and motivation to fuel your purpose, your passion, and your profits. Here's your host, Elisa Connor. Hello, hello, and welcome to the show. Thanks so much for tuning in this week. We are talking about how to get your mojo back. And if you've been in your business for maybe a short amount of time, or even if you've been in your business for a long time, you may be struggling with uh, your mojo. And I, I partially want to blame uh, COVID for this because I feel like COVID has thrown the world for a loop. <laughs> and we thought, you know, in 2020, oh, it'll be over. And then 2021 started and guess what? It's still not over and here we are in December. And so if you're struggling with your mojo, I am gonna give you some actionable tips um, today that you can put into um, effect starting now so that you can start taking 2022 by like a bull by the horns and make it your best year ever. So thank you so much for tuning in. If you are either watching over on YouTube or listening to the podcast, I appreciate you and I appreciate you being here. So like I said, 2021 was hard for so many different reasons. And regardless of where you are in the scheme of things, whether you're a nine to five or wanting to leave your career, you're wanting to stay there, you're a parent, you're a, um, a grown adult, if you're taking care of uh, different family members, it doesn't matter at all, it's affected all of us. And it's been emotionally stressful, it's been um, somewhat physically and definitely mentally stressful. And so things are still not normal. We're experiencing a lot of different shifts in the marketplace, not only around supply chains and um, the purchase, purchasing and shipping of different items, but also just in the market itself. People are doing a lot more online. They are you know, looking for different careers because they don't wanna go back to work or they're like, uh, I've had enough of home, I want to go back to work. And so it's affecting people in different ways. And the first bit of advice that I wanna give you is to have some grace for yourself and give yourself some time and some space to figure out how this has been affecting you and how um, it can continue to affect you in the future because there's a lot of uncertainty and with uncertainty comes stress. So for example, um, my son was recently in a car accident last week and he was in the right, he was turning on a green arrow, somebody ran the light and hit his car. And it was such a bummer on so many fronts. Um, one, that he had been working really hard to get his car paid off quickly, and he was almost there. And now um, we don't know where we're going to be with the car, but it's looking like it's probably going to get totaled. So, but there you go, uncertainty. So we don't know what's happening with this car. We're just in this holding pattern. In the meantime, we've had to shuffle and figure out how to get, you know, four people into two cars back and forth to multiple different places um, because his brothers were using um, their car to get back and forth from school and they were looking for jobs. And so now that's in a holding pattern. And so all of this uncertainty is causing exhaustion and it doesn't matter what your situation is, that can be the case in any time of life, but specifically now, because we have a lot of uncertainty about what COVID is doing, about you know what the rules and regulations are gonna be on any given day, like in Colorado where I live right now, 
we're back to mask mandates because the numbers are going up and we have another version of the virus that's coming. And so there's a lot of uncertainty and that uncertainty manifests as stress and that stress is exhausting. And so if you are feeling exhausted, like many people, um, including myself, just take a minute to give yourself some grace and realize this is a unprecedented time in our world and that we have um, not only the right, but the opportunity to just stop and take a breath and take a minute to go, oh, wait a minute, this is why my body is tired. I have more um, aches and pains. I am, you know, whatever it might be. And so um, with that stress comes also the unfortunate effect of your mojo not being as resilient as it maybe once was in your entrepreneurial journey. I know a lot of people are getting worn out because they're like, they just don't know what to do. There's a lot of uncertainty and things are shifting. And when we have uncertainty and shifting, along comes with that is just some time to not really know what you want to do next or not having any ambition or motivation to make those changes that need to happen. And so with that being said, I wanted to give you some things that you could do right now today um, that will make a difference in not only managing the stress that's going on right now in the world, but also giving you the opportunity to create habits around these, these suggestions and tips, um, so that you are more prepared for 2022, if it is offering the same and beyond, but also to help you kind of move past some of the anxiety and overwhelm and stress and the unknown so that you can move into 2022 refreshed with some new energy and some new passion about what you're doing. Because what it comes down to is people need you and they need what you do. And there's nobody out there like you that can do it the way you do it. And so um, we have to take care of ourselves so that we can help and take care of other people. With that being said, Number one is going to seem so simple, but it's going to make such a huge difference if you can remember to do it. And I um, am using this as an opportunity to remind myself to do this as well, because there's a lot of things going on in the world, and I often don't remember to do this either. Number one is to stop and take some deep breaths. And you may be thinking, oh yeah, whatever, that's, you know, I breathe all day long. But research has shown, and um, personal research as well, has proven to be that if you stop and close your eyes for even 10 breaths and just focus on that air going in and out of your nose or in your nose and out of your mouth, that it immediately affects your parasympathetic nervous system and it will start to relax it. And so I thought it was really interesting. I attended an online conference last week. And um, one of the things that we talked about in this conference was our beliefs around money and how that in itself can bring on a lot of anxiety and a lot of stress and um, dependent on, you know, what money beliefs we were raised with and what our experience has been with money. And so we were given some opportunities to talk about specific financial situations. Um, And when we were talking about, you know, those fears around money and those beliefs around money, your heart starts speeding faster and you're, you know, you start perspirating a little bit and your breathing becomes shallow. And so once we have written down all of those money beliefs and we brought them to the light, we were given the opportunity to stop, close our eyes and take some deep breaths so that we could then move on to 
the next part of that workshop. And I was shocked and amazed at how just stopping and taking 10 really deep breaths calmed my system and brought peace back into my state of being. And so if you are doubting, I would love to have you just take the opportunity right now to close your eyes, pause this um, podcast or video, whichever one you're watching, and just take 10 deep breaths and see what it does to your system. Because I can guarantee you that when we take a minute to control that breath going in and out of our body and become aware of it, it can't not help you calm down. And so whenever you're starting to feel really stressed out, I would like to afford you the opportunity to stop and do this two, three, four times a day, because you will find just doing that um, not only affects your um, immediate circumstances, but it gives your uh, your brain the opportunity to reoxygenate and recharge. And you will find yourself um, coming up with a new idea, coming up with a... Um, a different way of looking at things. And you'll have the chance to get a different perspective and perhaps find a different solution to whatever problem you're dealing with. And so that's my first suggestion is just start doing some deep breathing. And what's interesting about this is that I have been practicing yoga for about eight years now. And I say practice because I am really still... (laughs) very much a rudimentary yogi. Um, And I'm okay with that because there's the reason it's called yoga as a practice is because you continue to practice. What many people don't know about yoga is it's not, it really has nothing to do with the poses, but it has everything to do with where you focus your breath and that your breath can actually help you go deeper into a pose, hold a pose longer um, and do things that you normally wouldn't be able to do if you just focused on your brain and your body to do it. Um, And that is truly the most difficult piece of yoga is to calm your mind, get your brain to just shut up for five minutes and focus on the breath because the breath ultimately is really the only thing we can control in this life, the breathing in and breathing out of our body. And so it seems like a, such a simple solution and such a simple tip but it can be very challenging because we have a monkey brain and our brain likes to think about all the different things that are going on. And when you have to stop and focus just on breathing, it makes your brain stop too. And so that is one of the gifts about um, participating and practicing yoga is that it gets you into that space where you have to focus on your breath so that you can improve. And the same goes for meditation. Meditation just takes it to one next level. And I often look at yoga as moving meditation because when you meditate, you have the same challenge, which is getting your brain to stop thinking and stop moving and asking questions and moving in different directions. And your best thinking got you here (laughs) is, as uh, my mentor would say. And so um, your best thinking got you to where you are and it cannot get you to where you want to go next. And so when we can stop the thinking and we can just focus on our breath and we can just tune in, even if it's for just a few breaths, it gives us the chance to recharge and recalibrate and think about things in a new and different way. So I would like to challenge you to just today, take three times today, stop what you're doing, close your eyes and take 10 deep breaths and see if it doesn't give you a reset of some sort.
So that's uh, suggestion number one. And it's something I'm going to be working on. I definitely do not have this perfected, um, but you know, practice makes perfect. So we can do it together. So the next one, this is something I've been experimenting with for probably the last, I would say probably the last year, year and a half. So about a year and a half ago, I'm going to, I'm going to guess, I think it was September of 2020, maybe July, September of 2020, I started to really, um, learn a lot about bullet journaling. And I don't know if you know anything about bullet journaling. I can link to an article. Um, it's, it's actually the website of the guy that created bullet journaling. I'll, uh, link it below the video and also in the notes for the podcast. But he created bullet journaling because, um, he was really struggling with a way to document everything that was in his head. And I believe he had ADHD or autism, one of the two. And so, um, he found that if he just wrote everything down with a bullet, he could accomplish more and stay focused and get the things done he needed to get done. And so one of the reasons I started bullet journaling was one, um, it gave me an opportunity to be more creative and we're, I'll talk about that in just a little bit, but, um, for me, creativity is the gasoline to my um, purpose and what I do in my business. And so if I don't fill the tank with something creative, I have a really difficult time finding my mojo and moving forward. So bullet journaling became a medium for me to be more creative. But more importantly, it also gave me a format and a place. And here's my bullet journal. I'll just hold it up. As you can see, it's very fat because I put lots of paper and different things in it to make it um, mine but it became a place for me to house all of the things that I do, um, including planning the podcasts. But one of the um, benefits that I hadn't planned on was it gives me an opportunity to actually do journaling. Duh, it's in the name, right? Um, but I read a article probably within the last year that talked about, we look at journaling like it has to be this big, long drawn out project, but really 10 minutes or less a day freeze up the space in your brain to focus on different things. And so I started putting on some music probably two or three days a week, trying to move that up to every day, but sometimes it doesn't work out to just free write. No judgment, doesn't matter what comes out. Sometimes I don't even know how to start and I just start by writing myself a letter. And what it does is it opens up the opportunity for me to talk through ideas um, work through things that are going on in life, um, and just process, process in a way that I can't process any other in any other format. And so the tip that I have for you here, whether you journal or you just are working on a new project or whatever, is to write it out. I recently read an article, um, it was a Tokyo study and it was, I can't remember exactly what it was, but I will also link to that in the article or into in the show notes because it was such a great article, but it talked about how important it is to use a paper and pen for your brain. And that um, writing on paper versus using a tablet or your phone actually increases brain activity. And so they're finding a connection between holding a pen and writing on a piece of paper and your brain versus typing everything on a laptop, a computer, a tablet, whatever it might be, or your phone. 
and you don't have the same brain action that you do if you write it down. And I've thought this for a long time, but they actually did a study on it and I was like, hey, that's cool. So I'm gonna link to that study because it had some interesting stuff in it. But what the study said is that it increases your brain activity around language, imagining visualization, memory and navigation, as well as well as your ability to recall information. And so in the article, they also talked about how if you can be more visual and um, recall information quicker by using a pen and paper, that it, you could be led, uh, you could lead to, um, what am I trying to say? It leads to new ideas, creates new vision, and it's so it's stimulating your brain in that way, making you more creative. And so if you're able to come up with new ideas and new um, visualize new things, of course, you're going to be more creative. And so writing it down and journaling and coming up with a way to just let your brain go free, even if you feel like you're not creative, just writing every single day for 10 minutes a day is automatically going to boost your creativity. Whether it is you're going to become Picasso and start painting a painting, or you're just wanting to work through some new ideas and new ways of thinking and new strategy and, you know, that new um, Facebook advertising campaign you want to do, or whatever it might be in your realm. And so I want to encourage you to break out your favorite pen. I have an entire thing of pens here, but... um, and your favorite notebook or piece of paper or whatever you wanna do, and just start writing. Now, shameless plug, I do not get anything from these people, but I um, love the planner company that um, I order my bullet journal planners from, and they have all kinds of planners, but it's called Suki, and they're, they're super pretty. So this one I ordered, I started this in September, but they usually have a really pretty front. It's vegan leather. And then the side pages are like um, that really pretty um, silver or gold or whatever gold rimmed pages, but they have really thick pages. So if you're wanting to treat yourself, I would highly recommend ordering a Suki journal. And I can link to the Suki um, journal page as well in case you want to order one and give yourself an early Christmas gift so that you can put um, actual writing into practice for your sanity and for your profitability in 2022. Because I really think that tuning into the creative side, which is your feminine side um, of your feminine energy. So we both have masculine and feminine energy. And a lot of times the doing, which is, you know, doing all of the tasks, writing the copy, creating the ads, doing client work, you know, all of the things that you have to do in your business, that's all masculine energy. The feminine energy is more associated with being open and having creativity and accessing new ideas and things like that. And so we have to create balance between those two energies um, as human beings, or else we feel out of balance, stressed out, um, anxious, worried, all of those things. And so this gives you an opportunity as well as breathing to balance those two sets of energy. And um, you can do that in as little as 10 minutes a day. So if you're going, okay, so where can I find journaling music? Well, oddly enough, you can go over to YouTube or Spotify. Those are my two favorite places to go. 
and you can search for journaling music and it'll show up and there's beautiful piano music. There's um, all kinds of different choices. So if you're looking for something to kind of inspire you, um, I highly recommend just going over and doing a search for journaling music and give yourself set a timer and give yourself, you know, five or 10 minutes to just write and don't judge yourself. Don't uh, have an agenda. Just let yourself write about whatever's coming into your head and let your brain loose because you never know what's going to come out. So that's suggestion number two. Suggestion number three, as I'm looking out my window on a very blistery, cloudy day, my suggestion is to go outside. And I live in Colorado. We've had an unseasonably warm fall and beginning of winter, which has been wonderful because it gives me the opportunity to go out and walk and um, spend some time in fresh air. And it hasn't been too hot, but we um, are starting to see some cooler weather. And normally, even if it's chilly out, I will bundle up and put on my gloves and go out and for a walk. Um, and unless it's, you know, maybe 20, 20 or below 20, those are days that I wouldn't. But if that's the case, I find another way to move my body. And so we talked about this, a friend of mine talked about, talked about this today, um, specifically. Going outside has exponentially more benefits. I'll talk about those in a second. But if you can't get outside, if you live in a place that isn't um, conducive to being outside because it's too cold or it's you know too snowy or whatever it might be, and you can't get outside, then I wanna recommend that you get up from your desk at least once an hour and walk the stairs. Or um, if you live, say, in an apartment, just go up and down the floors, you know, or um, walk around your house. <laughs> walk around the block, whatever it is, but just get up and do some movement. A lot of times in the winter, I'll ride my indoor cycling bike because I just, that movement releases stress. It increases your cortisol levels, um, imp improves your metabolism, all of those things. And so just movement in general is great. Now, if you can take it one step further and get outside, then you're playing with nature as well. And the benefits of playing with nature are that you have the fresh oxygen to get into your brain, to get into your body and reoxygenate your blood and everything else. But also um, it helps you escape what's going on in your office world. So whether you're working in an office or you're working at home or maybe both, it helps you get out of that workspace for a little bit and let your brain go, oh, I just am going to take a little break. And I noticed this last week when I was in this conference that um, we were on Zoom for probably 12 hours. No, maybe not that long. Maybe it was like seven hours, but it was way too long for me. Like I'm used to getting up and having breaks and I just like, I don't spend that long on Zoom. And even with the little breaks we had in between, I was like, itching to get outside. So a couple of them, I kind of really hustled <laughs> to get around the block. We have pretty big blocks where I live um, before the break ended. But I noticed that when I came back, I felt so much more refreshed just because I got out and I got some movement and I got some fresh air. Um, but the added benefit um, that I didn't know was going to be a benefit is that if you are aware, and this comes from your deep breathing and practicing some of the things we talked about in number one, 
is that you can become aware of signs and signals from nature. And so I'm always aware of animal medicine um, and different animals that show up in my world. And so I've had um, eagles show up. I've had um, hawks, very often hawks. I live near a nature preserve. And then recently I had two fox and two coyotes that showed up on my walk. And so when I looked up what those animals meant in the scheme of things, it was very relevant to what was going on in my life. And so when you can get out and be with nature, you can also be aware of what nature is saying to you, whether it's through animal, animal medicine or something else. So number three is to get up and go outside and get some fresh air, just like grandma or your mom said. So as you know, I always include a bonus. So I wanted to include a bonus on this episode. And it goes back to a little bit about what I was talking with um, my bullet journaling. And that's to get creative. You can't boost and create creativity can't be creative if you're not teaching yourself to be creative to begin with and so whether or not you think you're creative i for a long time i never i didn't think i was creative and that's a story for another day but what i found is the more often i participated in creative activities the greater my creativity became And so whether that's drawing or writing or playing a musical instrument or um, crafting or woodworking or whatever it might be for you that soothes you in your soul, but also sparks your creativity, I want to encourage you to partake in that once a week. I don't care if it's half an hour or 15 minutes, whatever you can squeeze in. Um, But giving yourself that space and that time to be creative is going to manifest for you new ideas, innovation, um, solutions that would have never come to you in any other way because you simply sparked the creativity in your brain in a way that isn't directly associated with your business. And so I very much can tell my engine is more full and more operational when I have the uh, opportunity and I give myself the time to be creative. So it doesn't matter if it's perfect. In fact, don't, don't judge it, just do it because you enjoy it and you like it. And the ultimate reward is that it's gonna feed you and feed your business in ways that you can't even imagine right now. So that's what I have for you this week. I have created a brand new um, download to go with this episode. And it is called Five Journaling Prompts to Reignite Your Mojo and Help You Plan Your Success for 2022. And so it's a two-part guide. The first part is some journaling prompts that um, I kind of spoke about a little bit in this episode, but even more so, some more deeper diving for you. And the way I created this was that you could use these journaling prompts every day, actually. And so um, I've created that resource. And then the second part of that resource is opportunities for you to plan out your 2022 um, in ways that are not only prudent for your business success, but also that feed your energy and your passion for why you do what you do. And so next week's episode is going to talk all about how to successfully plan for your 2022 in a way that you're creating a business that um, 
not only works and provides you financial stability and gets you sales, but also is filling you um, at a deeper level. So thank you so much for tuning in this week. I so appreciate you being here. You can find that resource at elisaconnor.com forward slash 2022. Made it really easy for you guys to find it. And I will also put the link in the show notes as well as over underneath the YouTube video. So thanks so much for tuning in this week. Have a great rest of your week and I will see you next week. In the meantime, be well, take care, and I'll see you soon.